0: The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the news. And why why? Why why it matters. Hey, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Stu, what was the top story for you?
1: Uh today's my anniversary.
0: Oh, um, happy which anniversary. Which
1: important to note for me if I want to have another one. Uh, so <laughs> so let's do that. You have
0: to say it as uh, often as exactly, possible on yes. air.
1: Um, but yeah, I'll go top story. Uh, how do we decide whether people in the Me Too movement get to go back to work or not?
0: Okay. Um, and then before we move on to Jason, what year?
1: What year was my what, Me Too
0: how, No, what year is your anniversary? <laughs> no. What year is it?
1: Uh, 2002, so 16.
0: Wow. Congrats, man. This, yeah. We're really old.
1: I know. That's what I was thinking. Thank you <laughs> <Great>. for that.
0: <laughs> Jason. Uh,
2: the Migrant Caravan news is escalating. The, Trump made, uh, the president made a, uh, an announcement on that today. Um, and also an inconvenient truth that n- nobody, especially on the left, wants to talk about when discussing the migrant uh, crisis in Latin America.
0: Okay.
3: Andrew. Uh, Kanye West and criminal justice reform. Awesome. All mm. right.
0: Uh, before we get into all of that, I want to thank our sponsor, Zone. Um I feel like it's very repetitive for me to bring up. I used to be fat. I'm not fat anymore. Yay me. But it's really hard to stay not fat. Is I don't it, know if, if many never, people know that.
3: I've
1: never had that problem. I'm in perfect <laughs>
3: physical condition. <so> <laughs> I'm just now putting on weight, but I'm very spindly. So when I take my clothes off, I look like a pregnant spider. Right here. I'm worried that it's going to expand.
0: So, okay, well then, you should Get be paying my attention. my poch taken care of? Okay. Yes, pay attention to this. So if you're trying to either lose weight or just maintain, uh, Ridizone is actually, they take, like, the, the molecule in olive oil that helps boost your metabolism and help you feel full. Okay. Um, and so it's all in this little pill. So you take it, and I take it to maintain, and it works wonders for me. Um, you take it right, like, 10 minutes before you eat. And then, like I said, you know, boost your metabolism. I feel full. After I eat, like... A piece of lettuce, and I'm like, oh, that's too
1: much. I'm really full. Does it work on that's- pregnant spiders, or do we know? Well,
0: we have to find, out. find out. So no. Andrew will be our We're guinea pig. We're going to
1: try that. to slim down to a
3: non-pregnant spider, <laughs> look like a scarecrow uh, stumbling uh, into the studio.
0: And so, if you do the math, it's actually like a dollar thirty-nine per day to take this. So well worth the investment in your health. Go to com and use promo code TheBlaze to get 30% off of a three-pack, which is a three-month supply. For you podcast listeners, that is R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. com. Andrew, go there now.
1: Stu. <laughs> <Right. laughs> so. Uh, so the Me Too movement. Yes. Uh, we've been trying to figure out what these parameters are, and and you know, we know there's a lot of good things that have come out of it, and some that you know, that are making, I think, Society in general, a little uncomfortable in trying to, like, nail down exactly what direction we're going in. One of the interesting cases, I think, so far since the beginning of this has been Louis C.K., a uh, comedian, of course, um, and a guy who, who admitted to some sexual misdeeds uh, when he was called out for them. Um, largely speaking, they were more icky than the Harvey Weinstein type of situation. It, yeah, was, it wasn't uh, an that's assault. the legal category. It was yeah. in the yes. icky. <laughs> was icky no... and Harvey Weinstein. He's on the icky side. Yeah. No, the he was just a freak. I mean, he's like, a little bit of a freak, and always
0: asked for consent.
1: Uh, yes, uh, at least that is the reporting uh, that we know of. He, um, you know, he would he asked women to come into the room and do thing. He wanted to do things to himself in front of them. One uh, accusation specifically uh, that was mentioned uh, was that he asked a woman to do this, um, and she said, "Hey, you've got a wife and kid," and he said, "Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. I have problems." Like, I don't know, is that an accusation of a crime? Like, it sounds like a bad idea, uh, but it doesn't seem like an accusation of a crime. Or another one where he he called someone and (laughs) she believed that he was doing something to himself on the phone in another, like, another town on the phone, but she believed it, but never confirmed it, but...
3: He could have just been like, that's a weird thing to
1: confirm. Yeah, like, if you like I was talking on the phone and I was like, hey, Stu, <laughs> excuse me, madam.
3: Uh, I'm going to ask
2: you something. Are you on the <laughs> yeah. treadmill? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's start there.
0: He out, <laughs> yeah, I, got, just I walked th- up the stairs. Th- again,
1: it's icky. Not nef- necessarily Weinstein esque uh, <laughs> to me. Um, so he has gone, uh, he had his little moment where he lost all of his jobs and he, he was really ostracized. and recently came back and started doing uh, gigs at the Comedy Store, and other clubs now have embraced him in New York. Uh, the Comedy Store, if you don't know, very famous, I'm sure. Andrew, have you ever uh, have you ever done that? The, uh, the comedy, I think Comedy yeah. Store's yeah. in uh, L.A., right? No. Uh, uh, the this the Comedy Cellar? Uh, comedy Cellar, sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, sorry. no yeah. Comedy is yeah. the only one I didn't do in New York. So. Oh, really? So, yeah. Yeah. But he not been, been to Carolines and some of the yeah. other big ones there. You're at right, Comedy Cellar. So Comedy is like, what, 100 people maybe? It's, it's very, it's, small, it's very small. environment. Yeah. small. Um, and one of the fam- things it's famous for is people kind of just stop by. Right, like you're watching some comedians, maybe you didn't know, and then uh, you know Jerry Seinfeld stops by or Chris Rock or Louis C.K. So Louis C.K. came out; uh, and it was kind of a big story. Um, so the New York Times has a podcast called The Daily that Glenn loves to 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 listen to. Uh, he,
0: t- he told you know, me, to, yeah, he yeah. told me to start listening <laughs> to it, and I was just like, Glenn, I really want to just stab myself in the
1: ear yeah, every I time I listen. Yeah, This was, I thought, pretty interesting though, because yeah. they they got the guy who runs the Comedy Cellar. On uh, on the phone and asked him about some of this, and it was actually a really fascinating interview. And he he was trying to t- justify as why he decided to let Louis C.K. kind of come back and 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 c- c- you know continue his career. We have a clip from it. Let's listen.
4: Other people were just upset that he should ever work again. But one guy said he's a comedian, and I'm like, okay, when do you think he could come work again? He's like, never. Mike mm-hmm. never. He says never. I said, "Well, could you imagine any court of law handing down such a sentence you know, never work again?" He says, "I don't care, never." <laughs> this is an admittedly provocative question, but I wonder, as the owner of his place, what you would say, particularly to a female customer who is but, here. But, but but you know, I know when Bill Clinton, who was credibly obviously accused in Juanita Broderick, I mean, I think nobody will expect a warning before he shows up somewhere. Hmm. Nobody. Like, why were they cheering Roman Polanski as they were for years? Why were they giving him standing ovation? The the director accused of sexually uh, abusing a young... Not accused, he he did it. Nobody cares that Mike Tyson, who raped or was convicted of raping somebody, performs. I guess you can only control the venue you control. Yes, but but it's not unusual to expect some consistency in the world. And when you see wildly inconsistent demands... If it's so obvious that the guy who masturbated in front of women and exposed himself in mm-hmm. women should never work again,
1: is it, just that word "should never" so what, what, what are we saying? Doing, a,
3: things uh, yes, that, like sure, doing things to ourselves? Yes, like that. Doing things to yourself. is that better? I
1: think that's better. Uh, at least I a think this is bit. called
3: self harm and, and
1: catechism, I think. Okay, okay. There, you there, <laughs> uh, there you go. There you go. Self harm. Um, I thought that was a fascinating point, and obviously we do see this standard that is not equally applied to people, it's not always clear either. I mean, some, you know, certainly a lot of Democrats, it's not just political lines. I mean, lots of people on the left have been, I mean, Harvey Weinstein was a huge supporter of, of left-wing causes and has been completely ostracized for that. It's, it's an interesting thing to kind of watch and, 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 and sort out. He, later on in the interview, he talks about, well, if Louis C.K. can't come back to work at, you know, and do comedy, uh, is he a ward of the state? Like, or mm. what if he go can he work at Walmart? But, can yeah, Louis C K. work at Walmart? Uh, what is the line here? And I think it's it's fascinating because it's a we actually seem to treat people who have actually been convicted of these crimes better than the people who have been accused of much lesser crimes. I mean, Tyson is a great example that he went on. you're just talking about. I mean, Mike Tyson was convicted of rape. He spent time in prison for rape. Now, I think a lot of people have uh, looked at this over the years and said, hey, there, there are programs, the left has built programs to, to get people who went through this and, and, and had committed horrible crimes, went through the justice system, came out, and helped them get jobs and placement. And generally speaking, I think that's been applauded. Uh, instead, here is a guy who didn't seemingly, wasn't even seemingly accused of a crime, uh, yet he's not even allowed to walk back on stage. I find that inconsistency fascinating, and it would be nice if we could kind of come up with some idea of a standard here. I did come up with a solution for this. Oh, he did? I thought okay. about this. Uh, and, I, and I think
3: Louis C.K. should work again. I have much similar analysis. I'm, I'm actually not bothered by the achy stuff. I'm, I'm a hedonist, so... <laughs> If you want to do that, like, let your freak, freak flag fly. That's great. Uh, the, the problem is, that, you know, it was people that felt very uncomfortable, that felt they were in a subordinate position and that kind of thing, which is an issue. And and that's he justifiably got some flack for that. Um, I think the two things that happened, one, he's, he's had his pause; He's been publicly humiliated and absolutely publicly humiliated. That's been a part of the process. Um, if if the people that are bothered by it um, are still very much bothered by it, I think that, hear me out on this one, right? Oh they can um, talk to him and agree that they can send someone in to... Uh, 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 do something to himself in his room, whenever they want. And, and it, there's X amount. So there's eight people Wait. that accused him of this. They could send in a guy. They can be like, "Hey, tonight, I'm sending in a guy." <laughs> and that guy, not them, because that would be really weird, right? But they'll send in another guy to his dressing room, and he'll do stuff and make him feel really uncomfortable. And then when wow, he's done, that, this is innovative. I <laughs> for
0: nine.
2: I for eye. I for nine. That's exactly
1: what that is. I mean, there's also the idea too that the market could solve this, right? Like, I mean, if people don't want to go see Louis C.K. at this at the Comedy Cellar, they're not going to. Uh, You know, the the owner did say, like, if someone pops in and they aren't comfortable, they can leave and not pay the bill and and they don't have to be subjected to it. Because there were a few people who wanted to at least have the opportunity to make the decision to say, yes, I want to see Louis C.K., they wanted to
3: but I, 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 What I would like to see happen, because this, this has been uh, on some level going on in New York for a, a couple of years now. Uh, and there was a lot of people in the improv community that have been uh, plucked out because they were, you know, like assaulting women and things like that. Right. And I, I do think it would be a great idea to separate those two. call it the icky category. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Or the you know, the, the bit, there's a big difference between violently violating somebody or, or doing yes. something to them physically without their consent and kind of lumping them all together. I don't think helps.
1: I think it hurts the entire thing uh, because uh, there are really – there are really, like, the icky thing is super icky mainly because it's it's Louis C.K. talking about it, and that's just – I don't know why it's super creepy. <laughs> uh, but he's – you know, like, he did you – know, Aziz Ansari is another one like where, like, he didn't do the things right. that Harvey Weinstein yeah. did. Uh, Glenn Thrush at The New York Times, like, he's back at work, and they, no one in the media seems to care about that. And he didn't do much, uh, you know, as compared to these other cases – that separation, I think, is, is vitally important, and it would add a lot of credibility, if not us, mm-hmm. but if the people in the Me Too movement were making this case as much as possible. This is a separation. These things need to be handled differently. We might think the Louis C.K. thing is still serious. It could still be a serious thing. And he was obviously very remorseful about it um, and was not proud of himself uh, for having gone through some of those things. And, and, but but and, and there is that separation, and I think it would be helpful if they were the ones making that case rather than you know, us, yeah. You're absolutely right. If the people that, the, the leaders, the, the most vocal people in the Me Too
2: movement could actually come out and say, there is a very fine line. Like, this is completely different than this. Because if you don't make that line, then you are making it so much even more dangerous going forward for like actual like, accusations, like real accusations going forward. And those are losing their legitimacy because of the things that are happening, like with, with Louis C.K. And, you know, it's serious that it's, the consistency is really, really annoying. Like, like, there's some people that are definitely in the club. Some people that they that they that they that they don't care about mm-hmm. and the other people that aren't in the club. And this is a very Hollywood. This is why it goes back to what I was talking about. It's it's just an absolute travesty for something that could be a legitimate movement that it started in Hollywood because it's so clicky. You can tell people like Roman Pulas- Pulaski Pulaski remember when Rihanna was viciously beat by what was his name? Chris Brown. Uh, Chris mm-hmm. Brown. Like, can you imagine if that happened today? Sells out tours now. Like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was it was it was forgotten like that. I mean, he viciously beat
1: her. It was insane. The R. Kelly one is really fascinating too. <laughs> I mean, this <laughs> underage girl oh, so crazy, he, Is he the crazy one that has like stuff. a sex cult—and now he's got a sex cult. Yeah. He's not does? only come back and had a career, which he was accepted back, which is very strange for after what he did, because his was super serious. It was like a, you know, statutory rape level type stuff. Now he's come back. He's like, I got to start a sex cult. And now he's, like, uh, hanging out, and, he's, and it's a weird Hollywood sex cult. Do you know the name of it? It's N-V-I-X-M or something. I don't know what it is. No, it's. I, mean, I haven't got my letter yet. Yeah, I'm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> checking it out. It
3: seems like it'd be that, that or the Elks Lodge next yeah. I'm in L.A. What, do you,
0: what happens in a sex
1: cult? Uh, Andrew? Uh, well, you know, uh, having, having <laughs> don't, a do uh, NDA. There is an NDA. All <laughs> oh, right.
3: Uh, you know, it's, I'm just going to say this. First of all, any sex cults have been a part of uh, no tax dodging at all. Zero tax evasion going on there. Just good old-fashioned, you know, group sex at weird times. That's okay. all that's all happening. That is so yeah,
0: bizarre.
1: Well, and that's when that one is a little bit under scrutiny because it, it's like the type of thing where... Well, they're, they're, yeah, there's people under people, like psychological like, pressure. Yeah, like, it,
3: Literally the cult element of like people that go in and like get, you know, broken down mentally and can't leave. I mean, they they could physically leave probably but they, they're in a cult status so it's so. like
0: Scientology but for sex
3: yes my, my, my limited understanding of R.
1: Kelly's house <laughs> is that it is Scientology <laughs> with sex yes
0: <laughs> alright uh, we're going to take a break we'll be back
1: in a right break. on that note <laughs> on the Scientology <laughs> for sex note you I mean to take it
0: feels like there was
2: another one of those with another like actress who was it Uh,
0: Oh, Allison.
2: um... Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted to Outrage Tour. On tour this fall.
0: Having a uh, very spirited discussion off-air about Ed Sheeran.
3: Yeah, I, I'm, so I don't like him. I'm weird. sorry. Yeah. Did he? S- I'm, I'm officially it's just neutral that you're now. Wrong. I'm officially neutral now, out of okay. respect to you and the discussion that we had. I'm neutral on Ed Sheeran, <laughs> but I was anti-Ed Sheeran, and I might. I reserve the right to go back.
0: It's just that if you if you want. To be on this show again, <laughs> you just have to just not say anything negative about Ed Sheeran. That's I, the okay. one rule of I the can show.
3: Abide by, I, this was a really good negotiating tactic on my end yeah. uh, to make that the one thing. Okay, done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, before we get into uh, lots of other discussion, want to thank our sponsor, Brick House. All right. I had a dawn to dusk earlier because mm-hmm. I did not get very much sleep, and I am like, whew, Good.
1: It kind of helps you focus so too. I, I've noticed yeah. uh, when you have you know doing this every day. When you you do Don, uh, Don to Dusk, is, it's from Brookhouse Nutrition, and it's like it's a it's a great way to kind of give you give you energy, especially as uh, I was just talking talking to Jason about how he crashes about this time every day. And I'm like, yeah. you gotta try Don to Dusk, dude. Yeah, yeah, I really, really could do. use that right yeah. now. It he's, helps you focus, like keep, a caffeine like,
3: supplement, or is it's
1: it? It's got uh, I don't know I don't know all the ingredients, but yeah. it's a uh, it's a it's a great uh, way to kind of get gives you a little pick pick me up okay. sort of in the afternoon. Um but it's
0: you don't get the jitters. You don't get gotcha. that's the big thing, okay. I think. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's like coffee but without the jitters. Right. Okay. So and then they also have field of greens. I know we've talked about right. that before. Uh, you men don't like eating vegetables, so it's a great way to mm-hmm. get your nutrition mm-hmm. and not have to like actually Eat the broccoli and...
1: (laughs) You don't even know you're doing it. You're doing something healthy without knowing it. That's the way I choose to. It's the only way I will live past 50.
0: (laughs) 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 Throw it in the smoothie. Throw it in water. Throw it in milk. Uh, My son will drink it just in water. That's how good it is. But you can go to BrickHouseBlaze.com. Use promo code GREENS to get 15% off your first order. Or you can text GREENS to 41411. Jason, the uh, Migrant Caravan. Migrant Caravan 2.0.
2: I've been, like, reading about this for, like, three straight days, so you guys might have to put the reins on me and pull me back in if I start <laughs> going it. too long on this. Got it. But this is just a fascinating thing to me. So I'll start with the news of the day and then kind of go into why I think this, why this matters and why it's okay. important. But the news of the day is, so the Myra caravan has, has swelled to about 4,000 people now. It's moved from Honduras into Guatemala. And I, I kind of talked about, like, how they're, like, the politics involved with, the, with yes. the organizers. So I, I don't know if he's even out of jail now. No, he was detained but his group kind of continued on, So are they trying to continue on. So Mexico has said now that um, they're not going to stop people that have legal papers from going into Mexico and continuing on. The people that don't have papers, which I think is a pretty large majority of them don't, um, are not going to be allowed to cross over. But the ones that do, they can go in and then they're going to make a, an asylum claim. And then usually what happens then is it goes into their process and the people are just kind of left to wait out their asylum claim, which they jump back on trains or whatever, and they continue on towards the border. That's typically how these things work, but the president today said that he was going to call in the military if Mexico didn't do something about it, which he's really limited in what he can do on that. Um, the Constitution like kind of puts the reins on the president for that. I think he said really, he would
0: close down the border, which he can't do. Yeah,
2: um, he can only ass- he can use the military um, in certain numbers to assist. Uh, law enforcement so which usually i think he's already done this
3: before isn't there some law that that prohibits the the use of military for law enforcement except on bases is it because it's at the border like if they go across or something then they're operable or i don't know about that
2: but i know it goes back to just like i I think that that the uh the u.s military just can't operate you know unless what is
3: it we don't have martial law so right
2: right Um, but i think what they're going to do is probably just provide support like observation posts and say hey border patrol they're over here like that type of stuff is what Mm -hmm. that's so it's not closing down the border um, but it's more media attention, which is exactly what the organizers want. And again, I went into this. They're, they're, it's a leftist government. Um, it's I, The more I read about this group and other other groups, the migrant crisis in Latin America is pretty insane right now. There was another story I was reading about um, in Venezuela, and I've talked about this before a while back, but this uh, story in Venezuela, how the migrant crisis there is insane. So since 2015 to 2018, there's been around 2 million people that have flooded out of Venezuela to get away from uh,
1: Maduro and socialism. Mm-hmm. 2 million people. And that's what, three years It's it's, it's a lot of them are here already. I mean, eight or nine hundred thousand of them are already here. Right.
2: And and it's it's just killing the countries around like Colombia, Peru. Those countries are just getting decimated over this. Now, if you put that into context, the Mediterranean uh, Europe uh, crisis because of uh, North Africa and Syria, uh, around five million have flooded out. But that's since 2011. So the crisis in Venezuela is is going past, at a very much more rapid than it was because of a, uh, a war, basically. The Arab Spring and then the war in Syria. And the more I was reading about this, this is a problem that's all these countries combined. Like every, all these other countries in South America. And I looked into, um, since maybe around 2001 up until around 2016, they had what they called the pink tide in South America. So basically it was All of these uh, governments pretty much overthrowing the, you know, the Operation Condor-like military-type, you know, dictatorships that were down there. But they responded in a very, like, crazy, like, well, they they just went insanely far to the left. Uh, Over 80% of the governments uh, during that time were all leftist governments. So from during that time, they've been doing these left to policies, which in the beginning, all the people were like, yeah, we're finally getting all these like welfare programs, you know, and, you know, like the president in Brazil was getting praised for lifting tons of people out of poverty. Well, later on, they found out that he, you know, massive corruption. Oh,
3: so it's not um, real socialism. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> real, real socialism's never, right. never actually been tried, but this time. just <laughs> didn't go, just yeah, didn't go right. far enough. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so,
2: so yeah, massive corruption. Um, then they started running out of other people's money to give. And so now they're having ridiculous economic problems. So that's. That just ballooned, like, spread all over all these countries that went during the pink tide. So now you're having all these people that are, are, you know, crime is awful. They have no money. um, Their countries have been decimated over these leftist policies. So now they don't know what to do. So now they're just going to other countries and trying to find what they're not getting in in theirs. But this is something that the left never, ever talks about. And I never even heard the media talk about this. But... You know, nearly a decade of leftist policies is now contributing in a vast, in a a very, very big way to the migrant crisis. And the same as in Venezuela. But no one will talk about that. So, anyway, just something that I was looking at and something that people aren't looking
3: at it through that lens.
0: Well, that would ruin their narrative, though. Sure. So, have you considered that?
3: Yeah, well, again, (laughs) it's
0: pretty simple. I
3: I, I really enjoy that take on that because it's it's being portrayed right now as like you're either pro migrant or you're anti migrant. And, like, that's also a thing we need to talk about. the actual underlying factors of why there is a migrant crisis, I think, is a really good point to bring up. And I, I buy your analysis of it. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And again, they just didn't go far enough. So, right. But if and they someday, did, then someday, someday, will. someday will. someone Maybe. will go Once far enough. Once Maduro fixes Maybe. everything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. yes. Exactly. Uh, all right. Kanye West and prison reform.
3: Uh, yes. So the, now Kanye met with the president a few yes. days ago. Uh, yes. Kanye West, if you're not familiar, he's a rap impresario. And uh, he met with the president. One of the things they talked about was criminal justice reform, which... Uh, uh, it would be amazing, but possible, if actual significant criminal justice reform happened because of the meeting of the minds between Trump and Kanye West, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the things that um, they talked about was uh, adjusting um, sentencing, which was called front-end reform. So this is like if, you, if you've if you been arrested for uh, trafficking cocaine, rather than getting life, you get five years or whatever the, the, the thing is. And then on the back end, which is where um, there's rehabilitative programs, there's vocational training, that kind of thing. Um, U.S. prisons are not great. Um, we, we've still got, um, you know, we, we say uh, a, a penitentiary, uh, and a penitentiary, the root of that is penitence. And that comes from our, our kind of puritanical background of you messed up, and I'm going to throw a brick at you, and you need to feel bad. Uh, and it doesn't work well. It, it causes really high recidivism. Our recidivism rate is uh, gigantic compared to, um, you know, like, like uh, Norway or someplace like that, uh, where um, they view the, the penal system almost exclusively as rehabilitative. Uh, and uh, I think that's great from multiple perspectives. And that I, I want to be safe in my country. I also want to spend the least amount of money on prisoners that I can. And the way to accomplish that is to help them reintegrate into society rather than brutalize them. And so I'm I'm very hopeful that some positive stuff will come out of this with uh, Trump and eventually go through the House and the Senate.
1: This is a like legitimate, real passion of Jared Kushner. Uh, this is he's been fighting for this a lot behind the scenes, and you know, with he's a real believer on this. Um, and it is interesting. I think, in a way, it plays into our politics in general that this could actually get done. I mean, I think you saw it with Kim Kardashian going there, and 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 they had that. I think got a lady exonerated. Got yeah. a lady exonerated. And he's, they they the supposedly have dozens of other cases that are that are similar that they've, for whatever reason, been waiting on, um, uh, you know, finalizing. But it, I think it's a. It plays into. Uh, I think Trump likes the attention that it that it brings to him. I think uh, the the. Elevation of a celebrity to be able to go in and actually make a difference in, in an issue that they care about is cool. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's not a bad thing. I um, seem
0: to recall you mm-hmm. snubbing your nose mm-hmm. at Kanye going.
1: Oh, I've actually muted him? Kanye from my Twitter feed. Like, he, he, something happened today. Because
0: <laughs> I tried to make that point the oh, other no, day. I, it was like, if I mean, mm-hmm. if they can use their status to get something yeah, you know, yeah. they care about to happen. Yeah,
1: no, I'm totally with you on that. Point. I just don't care about him. I, I don't want. I mean, a lot of it's like you know, the coverage that day, and if you remember, was yeah. was just more about his ranting about the Apple plane, and like, right. I just don't. I don't. Apple plane? Yeah, yeah, Apple was creating a plane, and he wanted to replace Air Force One, apparently. Uh, so he was pitching that to Donald Trump, and he was swearing. And it was all that. I, the nonsense around him. Was he it.
3: looking for attention, do you think?
1: No. But that's why I would separate and I think I did that day as well. The, the, the difference between the way Kim Kardashian has gone about it and the way Kanye has gone about it. Like, I actually, like, think she's been really, like, calm and respectful and methodical and, and, and sober about the whole thing. Look, Kanye's been nuts from before he was a Republican. This isn't a thing where, like, he's all of a sudden become sensible. Um, but, I mean, I think, generally speaking, when, when celebrities do this, I, I don't like them getting involved in these big political issues because they ruin the celebrity part for me in some ways. No. But, again, it's, they're totally... Well, there well, right. Well,
0: the- I, I hate to cut you off. We've got to go. We can take this into overtime.
1: Okay. Back
0: um my favorite part of that meeting was
1: that we were Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe.
0: You guys off. We were talking about prison reform. And, um, I
1: almost walked out. I was not happy. Uh, I was not <laughs> happy with that. This
0: is the patriarchy. <laughs> Alive and well here at the Blaze. Uh, but Andrew, you were making a point on prison reform.
3: Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, just, I'm generally excited about it. I think good things are going to happen. I think that there's, there's a lot of people that have been um, subjected to very unhelpful, bad, and often unfair sentencing. and, uh, and it's, it's, uh, I, I'm heartened in that it appears to be something with bipartisan interest. Uh, Cory Booker and Rand Paul have both worked on this. Um, we've now got Kanye and Trump working on it. Um, uh, Chuck Grassley, who used to be opposed to sentencing reform, he's come around now. In fact, there's a bill going through the House. I believe it's passed through the House that's kind of moderately dealing with this, But to get to the Senate, and uh, Grassley is slowing it down because he wants more reform. Uh, so I, I think actually good things could happen. And it's interesting, given all the noise, we don't tend to think about that. Yeah. but uh, there's a lot of good indicators. Yeah,
0: it's bizarre to me that, you know, uh, Kim Kardashian got a lot of heat meeting with Trump over this. And I'm like, these are the same people who probably are for prison reform. Like, you're probably picking the wrong subject to just, get at her at you know? Like yeah, if you know. she's if she's making a, a contribution and doing sure. something good, let's just let her do that.
3: If people just I mean people just want to wail on celebrities, <laughs> right. all, you know, if, that, if that's what she's using her celebrityhood for, then like, that's like a good thing. Who knows? Kim Kardashian for using like, the most famous woman in the world or whatever, trying to get uh sentences changed, fantastic. Well done. Yeah. Okay. Also, I mean, pretty rich, she must something's going on. She's I think she's smarter than people to give her credit for. This issue to me I was just saying off the air that it seems like it's something that's
2: so hard to get right. Because, like, I, and I can't even, like, I can't even fathom it in my own head. Because, like, it seems like, like, for, for the drug stuff, it, I mean, it, that seems like kind of, like, an easy one to do. Um, but for other stuff, like, I have you guys seen that new movie? It's on Netflix, 22 July, about the, you mentioned Norway earlier. Yeah. Um that's that. Remember that terror, ca- terror attack in Norway? He was like that white supremacist. Oh yeah, or, yeah. Oh, like that. Or or, the, the
1: shooter in Norway is that what Yeah, yeah killed like sixty-eight like, yeah. kids or I something. Was, like that. I thought it was like ninety total, yeah. wasn't it? It's, it's, it's the worst. It's the worst mass shooting in yeah. history that wasn't you know executed by government.
2: It's, you know, it's insane. Like, I thought it was going to be a documentary. It's actually it's a theatrical thing, oh, okay. and it starts right off in the action of this guy. He did a bomb at like a government building, yep. and then this like the the island, of this camp was like they were like I don't know they were part of the current government or whatever that he was pissed off at. Um, but so that attacker killed all those people and because of their prison laws yeah, he gets out eventually right he, he i think i think it's 20 years so so they think yeah, that, that actually, they're saying yeah it's like yeah, that's it like they like it's it's inhumane or immoral to keep somebody like indefinitely so he's in there for 20 years and if he i guess he goes through a board like a review like a pro board and if they deem him no longer a threat he's just out
3: yeah, I, th- I mean, think, I think some legislation taking care of that <laughs> loose end might be an order. Yeah. I mean, I say if you're a mass murderer, I'm not for sentencing reform.
1: Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, three months probation uh, for mass murder. This, this is where I stand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean it is t- it is tough. I mean, because you're always, you know, we we were talking a little bit off the air about the the crack cocaine disparity that was uh, sort of f- famously at least cured uh, a li- you know, at some level a few years ago, and that one was just blatantly obvious. Like, I mean, it just seemed like there's no way that you can take these two things that are so close and punish one, uh, you know, many many times uh, harsh more harshly than than the other. Um, so, I, like, when if you get, it, in a way it's it's important to focus on the low hanging fruit on these things because you can get into there's going to be some crime where people are looking and they really disagree and, and there's a real there's a real difference i think a lot of times you know particularly from the left the accusation many times on the on the crack cocaine uh, disparity was just these people are racist and they want to punish black people because they did they had more likelihood of doing crack than cocaine and they everyone was fine with the white people and like, I don't know. Was that the motivation at the time? It may have been for some. It certainly wouldn't have been for for uh, you know most people that I know. Um, you know, they did think at the time crack was this epidemic, uh, which we've seen has been dwarfed by the opioid thing now. Um, but I mean, at the time, it was a real panic, and, and well, that's that, a bad time to make a decision. Yeah. Uh, I don't think
2: I did it consciously,
1: but yeah. like, but you remember that? Like, everyone's seen New Jack City, you know? Like, that, that, that's
2: uh, New, so great. New Jack City. Oh, that's so good. Don't tell me you've never seen that. With Brown. No. Oh, we, like, we have Nino like a Brown. movie night sometimes? Yes, yes, let's do it. yes. <laughs> Um But but that was like that's how it was when that first broke out. Like, and you know, in the, in the inner city, there were gangs fighting over this, and like the cops were all scary. was a scary time. It was time, scary. Cops were like, well, yeah, they were like, cocaine, this is like a bunch of yuppies on Wall Street, they're doing cocaine, but this crack thing, I mean, it was, like, at that time. But again, like, it's they always rush to say, like, racism. But there's, I mean, they didn't do that consciously. You know, it was it was because of well, and, the and a lot of
3: the people behind it, I was saying, like, in the same way that we've now got um, uh, bipartisan support for reforming it, there used to be broad bipartisan uh, support for enacting it. Yeah. Too. I, I don't know what, um, like, Biden did specifically with crack, but Biden, uh, who's Generally viewed as like kind of a moderate, very likable guy. Like he was a big drug warrior proponent. What oh, do you in
1: mean, Lunchbox 90s. Joe? A lunchbox okay. Joe. Okay, middle class Joe. Middle class. You're Joe. Talking yeah, about takes there. the
3: train, all that stuff. But like, you know, he like from from a criminal justice reform standpoint, Biden was very
1: problematic. You know, but he's coming from
3: the Democratic side. And there was a lot of that. Um, uh, and uh, yeah,
1: Hillary Clinton had the same thing. She yeah. got in trouble in what was it? Super predators yeah. uh, in the campaign. It was the same. It was a similar thing. I mean. It, it really, it, people switch sides every ten seconds at this point. I mean, you can't. I, you never know. I, I, I sometimes w- a new story comes up, and I have really no idea where the Republicans or Democrats are going to land anymore. They're just making it up as they go along. It's Russia like, and Comey both perfect examples yeah. of that.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, mm-hmm. midterms are coming up.
1: They are coming up. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, what we've seen, I think, so far as we've looked at this, you know, you have a a Senate that looks like it's going to stay in in the GOP hands, most likely. Um, Possible, I would say, possibility of them expanding uh, their majority to maybe 53, 54. The upside is probably 57, although unlikely you don't usually sweep those undecided races. I think 53 or 54 is completely realistic. On the other side, the House looks like it's going to go to the Democrats. Um, and some of this has been conflicting evidence, like from the Kavanaugh situation. Afterwards, the GOP polling in the Senate was really improved. I mean, it's been much better than it was before. Yeah. Candidates in like Arizona with McSally and West Virginia, and West, yeah. Vir- West Virginia has been, has been a little bit better. Um, uh, Nevada has improved, Florida has improved for them. It's been much better in the Senate. In the House, it's gone the other way, and it's actually become a much tougher road for them to take over the Senate. I mean, you know, I, I, 538 has a model where they show um, you can kind of look at what they believe the percentage chance of a certain outcome is. And the outcome of, uh, I think it's the Democrats winning 83 seats, which would be an all time wave, is like 0.1%. Uh, on the other side, for Republicans, the 0.1% is them holding their exact number they have. Yeah. That's how that's we're looking in the middle of that somewhere, and whether they can get control or not is is still up in the air. Um, one thing that is not up in the air, though, and the one thing I think you can take from this more than anything is fundraising. The Democrats have found their money they have the passion they have people donating it is a it is a big time difference this is a pretty were broke just a few years I ago i know i know it's absolutely broke we talked about beto i think it was yesterday and you know he's 38 million all time record for a senate candidate in a quarter but look at this overall rating this is a house races combined excluding candidates who lost in primaries so you're looking at what's the split here and you see typically you know it depends it goes back and forth a little bit around 43 47 uh, percent for Democrats, 47, 46, 50. 56 is their high there, 48, 44, 47, 50. You see the exact range that they're in, right around 50%. It's about split for fundraising. Look at the difference this year. It's never been anything like this. Wow. 65, uh. 35 for wow. Democrats. Wow. Uh, candidates all over the country are being blown out in fundraising. There was a, a representative who came out the other day, raised $800,000 in his district, and was like, thought it had a great uh, fundraising quarter. His opponent announced $2.6 uh, it's almost like I mean, this is off the charts. Now, does money buy elections? My argument is no, although it does help at times, particularly it could help in a close race here or there. But this is it's, it's fascinating and it could be an indication, not as much of whether money's going to buy an election, but whether the energy is there for Republicans. I think Kavanaugh has maybe, uh, you know, rejuvenated some of that. But if it if the passion is there for the Democrats like that, where you're almost at two to one in fundraising, which is unheard of. That could spell a real, uh, real situational danger for Republicans.
0: Yeah, that'll be interesting to, uh, to see how that plays out. And it's just so interesting to me to think about just, what, two months ago, before all of this Kavanaugh stuff happened, it was a completely different world. Yeah. It just changed everything. The polls I mean, it's amazing how that one event.
1: And the crazy thing: there's going to be nine more of those things before the election. <laughs> we have two weeks <laughs> in this news cycle. We're going to have 20. Ruth Bader Ginsburg will die three <laughs> days before the vote. And, yeah.
0: Uh, so if that ends up happening, I'm coming to you first.
3: <laughs> uh, very so, very you just, interesting, you tipped, man. Yeah, you just tipped, tipped it off. Dang it! All right, well, she's safe for now. <laughs> uh,
0: switching gears uh halloween
3: oh yes i cannot
2: wait to see this oh yeah me too uh that's that's coming out tomorrow i believe or tonight actually Mm -hmm. um this looks really i think it looks really good but it's all about you know like jamie lee curtis's character it's a a, a direct sequel instead of and kind of forgetting all the you know really crappy very skeptical about this by the way
1: as a fan of the halloween series this is like the 19th or so i I would say it's let's see seven eight uh Eleven, maybe? In, in this universe, they yeah. should just abolish Halloween. Yeah, it should, it should be, should be, should. Do like Day of the Dead. And why, just, okay, like, why would you send your kids out trick-or-treating at this point? At this point, yeah. keep them home, travel just, out of town. Buy some Twinkies. Get out yeah. of
2: Haddonfield. It's, it's more of a question of just bad parenting yeah. instead of this scary guy. I mean, it's like blame Mike Myers at the this The town point? with the worst parents in the world. Yeah, yeah. You, you know the
3: Mike Myers mask is William Shatner, by the way? In the, in the original one, the, like, the original... Up. No, no, they, 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 like, they needed a mask, and they had a William Shatner mask. They painted white that's look at it. Wow. Look at oh, yeah, right you can there. see it a little bit. Do you have a
0: point to make on this? Yeah, yeah sorry.
2: <laughs> so anyway, so I was like excited to see this. So I'm like, I'm googling like reviews for it, and I, I got like the, some of the top reviews were a conservative nightmare or wow. a uh, was a right wing manifesto. And I'm like, what? So, like, I'm reading through this, and they're like, yeah, this, you know, it's talking this, this rugged individualism. One, one author said rugged individualism yeah. um, that she was like, you know, thinking that she had to stockpile all these weapons, you know what I mean, to protect her. And it's like... it were ve-
1: she, Michael Myers was after her! Yes, <laughs> she, she had that. to stockpile weapons!
2: It's, 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 it's the same thing when... What was that, that remake of that Charles Bronson movie? Um, Death oh, yeah, with, wish. with uh, Bruce Willis. He said yeah, the yeah. same thing yep. for that. There, there was actually some very blatant scenes in that movie specifically. Where, like, did, you, did you see oh, that? Oh, yeah. Did it was very, that? very... Uh, if you like the Tra- Second Charles Amendment... Charles
3: Bronson about... Okay, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. so, like, like the, like in that movie, like remember when the dad was like... Uh, or his father-in-law was like, you got to protect yourself. You can't rely on anybody else. It was just really great. I was, like, up in the movie... Going very like pro this. Second Amendment, yeah, but pro, the, yeah. so um, so anyway, so in this, it was very very same vibes, and it just got me thinking about like I mean yeah, like if if all of these, especially these 80s slasher fix, followed like if if the if the if the lead uh, you know person in it was like a conservative that believed in rugged individualism and protect themselves. These would like wouldn't last per, past like the first
3: 15 minutes. I, I <laughs> it would be over. Place. The bad guy would be dead <laughs> and there'd be, <laughs> be no movie. Gun down the bad guy and then they turn to their son and go, "You should put money in a 401k." <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's also like it's funny like I'm starting to think that there's so many closet conservatives in Hollywood. I hear about a new one like off the record like all the time. Like, did you know they were a Republican or do you know they were a libertarian or you know I'm like had no I had no idea because they they feel so Keep like your heads scared. down, fellas. Yeah. Exactly. Keep your heads That's down. how they feel, but every once in a while you'll get like this little subliminal message in some of these. And I don't know if they're even doing it on purpose. Maybe not, but I'm starting to think that they are. Like, they're, they're, they're just kind of sick of it, and they're going to start injecting these little things, you know. To, it's very possible. I, I'm, I'm hoping that's the case. I hope you're overt, but maybe I'll get what I can take. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a Blumhouse
1: uh, yeah. movie. They're yeah. making this, which, you know, they did you know, The Purge and uh, Insidious and Sinister and a lot of big uh, horror movies. They also did Whiplash, which was nominated for Best Picture. Um, the Jinx is also theirs from the HBO, which is one of the oh, best. Yeah. The, one of the best things I've ever watched. It's, it's yeah. incredible. Um, but uh, he, I mean, Jason Blum's no conservative, uh, certainly. Um, but you know, he they, the, their model is interesting in that they really give the directors a lot of control of the movie. So it would be interesting to see. I mean, if that's that gets me excited because I wanted to see it anyway. I was a little bit weirded out about how they forgot about all the other movies. I don't know that I like that, as, but uh, I'm i i I'm going to go see it because I'm a sucker for this stuff. I'm all in.
0: <laughs> all right, losers. <laughs> Today's poll, uh, do you support sentencing reform for drug crimes? Come on. You got to. You have to. Go no,
1: to- I, yes. I, I, I want them to reform it. I want them to make all more harsh. That's what I want. No. I want sentence reform all 1,000 years.
0: That's, no. That's the wrong way. You just said three months for mass murder. Well, I have. No, to, no I three months probation. That's, <laughs> that's a totally different issue.
1: Flopper. Totally different issue. What are you talking about? Murder gets three months probation, drug crime 1,000 years. What? Right Look, a I have a different point. viewpoint.
0: Go to at The Blaze on Twitter. Let us know what you think, and make sure not to share Stu's view. We'll see you guys tomorrow.
1: Usually a safe, uh, <laughs> safe advice. Whatever you, you know, do. Whatever it is, uh, avoided. In life. <laughs> Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand.
4: Go to theBlaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.